So I'm a little bit pissed off. Okay, so, um, first of all, the title of this podcast is something to the effect of tattoos and sexual parts, or so. <laughs> so that's um, the, the gist of the whole thing. Um, so first of all, I can talk about, uh, I, I got a huge tattoo like 10 days ago or so massive massive and um it would have been more massive if i left it up to the tattoo artist but i he wanted to do both sides of my pecs and i said i only wanted one side done um just to keep it you know not so symmetrical symmetrical yeah so uh but it it hurt it's huge it's uh, it went through the peeling stage, and now it's at the terribly itchy stage, and, uh... You're suffering. I'm suffering immensely. Like, the first day and a half or two days, I had a fever because of it. But, um, anyway, so, uh, I, you know, my scars weren't that bad, but they were bad enough to where I was, uh, uncomfortable at the gym and I would always hold my uh, towel in front of my chest or my bag in front of my chest and just kind of be awkward and now I feel like I can just walk right in there straight in front of a guy a cis man or whoever and not have to feel like I have to cover anything up and aside from the fact that the tattoo looks really cool (laughs) so so that's my tattoo um, history when are you gonna get a tattoo Another one. You keep saying you want another tattoo. Oh, yeah. You got to figure out what you want. See, I'm not that picky. Like, I get I get it in my head. Like, oh, my God, I need a tattoo. And then, like, I obsess about it for a couple days, and then I figure it out. I think uh, I'm thinking now about an elephant. An elephant? Mm-hmm. And where would you like that elephant? Probably on my lower back. So, like a tramp stamp? Is that what that's called? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to have a tramp stamp. Yeah. You're allowed. Or my shoulder, but I don't know. Yeah. No, I think either way. And do you want one elephant? I thought, did I show you that really cool one? You told me about it, but what I was it? It was it. it was a elephant. With a baby. With a baby. And I think their their trunks were interlocked or something like that. It made a heart or and something. It made a heart. Yeah. yeah. It was really See, cool. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah. We could probably find something like that. Or have someone draw it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um, that's in your future whenever you decide to do that, right? Right. So, and as far as tattoos goes, um, somebody asked me if I was going to continue this around my back. First of all, the guy wants me to come back in two weeks because doing this much ink, um, uh, there's a lot of uh, room for... Missing spots. Touch-ups, yeah. Touch-ups. So he wants to touch it up. But in two weeks, I need to go swimming. I mean, swimming's my thing, and I haven't been able to swim, so I think I'm going to wait a little bit longer 
if that's okay with him, and then come back later on um, in the summer. Towards the end of the summer? Towards the end of the summer and see if I can get a touch-up and um, maybe add maybe something. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, so I, I might go around to the back. I mean, I have a big sun on my back because I, I covered up this really ridiculous tattoo I got when I was like 30. And it was, a. Um, do you remember what it was? A dolphin and a fairy. Yeah. A dolphin and a... So a fairy riding a dolphin, right? And the fairy had boobs, so... And then... The it do- was faded. Well, listen. So, and then the, the dolphin was jumping out of the water, and he had the um, women's symbol, like the circle with the cross kind of thing, yeah. um, in its mouth. And 20 years later, the colors had all blended together, and it didn't even look like anything but a blob. So, um, and it didn't really fit you anymore. and it didn't fit me anymore at all. So, uh, yeah, so I had that covered up and I really wanted a sun because if anybody knows me, they know that I love suns and elephants and butterflies. Um, so I really wanted a sun on my back and he said, well, in order to cover this up, this sun's going to end up to be really huge. Well, let me tell you, the sun is not huge, as huge as my chest piece. Right. <laughs> So, yeah. So eventually, like, my whole body's going to be tattooed. But you know what? You tattoo your body, then you die, whatever. My mom was funny. When she was, you know, when I first got my first tattoo, she said, well, how are you going to feel in the locker room with all the women in there and and you're in your 70s and they see you with a tattoo? I mean, she was, like, so prudish that way. I'm like, so... So they probably would think, wow, that was a really cool person back in the day, you know? <laughs> so anyway, I'm not worried about that. I like my tattoos. So is that enough talk about tattoo? I think we covered it. Okay. So let's talk about why you're pissed. Why I'm pissed. I am pissed at insurance. Mm-hmm. I think insurance sucks. I mean, insurance was so great for me and for us when, and especially me. I mean, you still are cis female, but for all, my ACL surgeries, both of them, MCL and moving my kneecap over and my two ganglion cyst surgeries and my Martin's neuroma and and my hysterectomy I had before I came out, you know, all of that was covered under insurance. Right. No problem no at questions. all. No questions. I didn't have to go to therapy. And the uh, ACL was elective surgery, mm-hmm. to be honest. You know, I could have lived with a brace for the rest of my life. And there was still no problem. I chose to have it. And they said, okay. And I, you know, they paid for it. And if you needed a revision, which you did. Which I did. They paid for they that. They paid for that. So now it comes to, so, okay, so then let's, you know, I don't want to bore everybody out there, but yeah, okay, so I paid for my top surgery out of pocket because at the time it was not covered under our insurance. Right. There was an exclusion. There was an exclusion. Now, now it's covered, right? Now it would be covered. It would be covered. But only one transgender or gender-related surgery right. 
it will be covered. So you'd have to choose. I'd have to choose. Well, do I want to just pay for my top surgery? But what if I want to have bottom surgery and bottom surgery costs more usually than top surgery? So, wow, that's a big decision to have to make that I don't have to make right now. But now I have this wonderful insurance that says that, well, all right. So basically, we started doing our research, mm-hmm. okay? And um, I really wanted to go talk to Dr. Bowers, Marcy Bowers, and I know she does mostly male to female, but I really um, liked her in the few seminars that we've seen her in. So we actually drove to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I think it was last April to... Last March. Was it last March? Uh-huh. To see Dr. Bowers and just to get a consultation. Right. So I waited and I and I sat in the front row and I raised my hand. I was the first one and I said, I'd like a consultation because it was free and she was right there. So we actually um, had the consultation and she said, you know, contact my office. We can do this. And, and so I did and, you know, I, I ended up, you know, getting all the finding out what paperwork I needed to have done, you know, and sent over. And and, um, then we find out what the insurance says is a requirement. Now, Dr. Bowers only required a letter from a medical doctor and a therapist, I believe. But the insurance company requires uh, your medical doctor that's giving you the testosterone Mm -hmm. And um, a therapist and a psychiatrist, right? And the therapist has to be someone who's been seeing you for therapy for at least a year. Right. Now, to get these letters, you know, I went in a couple times. They're like, hey, you know, you're a good candidate. And they wrote me the letters and, you know, they're fine with it. The doctors were fine with that. Mm -hmm. But the insurance is not fine with that. So after having a, a surgery date set with Dr. Bowers... I find out that I have to have this 12 months of continuous psychotherapy. So that kind of got screwed up. So then I'm happy. So I did started to have this, you know, 12 months of psychotherapy, which right. is fine. But I, you couldn't keep the original surgery date. Nope. Couldn't do that. Um, they were gracious enough to refund my thousand dollar deposit, which was good. Um, okay. So let me explain. So I go to Fenway health and that's like a, on a good day, a 45-minute drive from our house. Now, in traffic, it can take up to an hour, hour and a half, depending. Right. And when you get there, if you... Parking is a bitch, I must say. And if you uh, go there on a game day, because it's right next to Fenway. So Park. Fenway Park. So, you know, Red Sox, baseball, and all that. Um, parking is like $55. Yes. So... No matter how long you stay. No matter how long you stay. So, yeah. So, we've been paying a lot of money, plus the $25 copay, mm-hmm. to go see. And now I'm seeing the therapist twice a month, just because Because of the stress of having I, to right. deal with the insurance company. She's like, do you want to see me twice a month? I know <laughs> you're only supposed to see me once, but, but I think you should, cut, you know, because I'm stressed out. Because every week something else happens like there's just drama like I, you know the insurance company co- you know talk, called me and she was so nice her name is laura 
and she's like on my side. She's going to advocate for me. And she says, yes, I see this going forward. I see this happening. And, you know, I'm not really insurance savvy. Sandy, you really are more so than I. And I asked if it would be all right if my wife could contact her. And, you know, in case I missed something, in case she has any questions that I didn't ask. And she said, oh, fine. So, you can take it from there. So, the first thing she says is, and that this is really important because Dr. Oh, do you want to talk about Dr. Chen? That you switched to Dr. Chen? Oh, okay. So, before we, we, we get into this. Um, so, um, Bowers was out and now we're trying to find another doctor because... And that you don't have, want to wait I another year and a half. Right. So, we, we decided to go with Dr. Chen who has, you know, a lot of people talking really highly of him. I don't know why because I don't. He's not in any network anywhere. But anyways, um, and you. So we went to see. Him. So we did. So we're spending money right and left. So we went. So we we went to San Francisco from the East Coast. Yep. And we had a consultation with him. But there was drama getting there. Right, because we had a consultation set for January fourth. Well, there happened to be a. Major. Major. That wasn't a nor'easter. It was worse than that. Blizzard. It was just this horrible blizzard. So the, the, the flights were canceled. And we didn't think we were going get to get our plane flight money back. Well, we finally did. We did not get our hotel right. money back, even though the plane canceled the reservation. Okay. And that was Holiday Inn. So then we rescheduled the consultation. So we ended up going a week, week and a half later. So we ended up We going, like him. And we liked him. He's very nice. And, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I think we could do this. This is great. So we put a deposit down. We got a date for August 21st. And, you know, that would still mesh with the time, you know, of the 12 months of therapy. Okay. First, we got a date for July. Which worked better for us because oh, of yeah. Ben's schedule. Ben was going to come down and help. That's right. But for, for two weeks, he was going to stay with us. Right. And then you were going to come back so you can go back to work right. and unboard the dogs right. instead of having gonna... them board for, boarded for a month. And Ben was going to stay with me for the second half. And fly home with you. And fly home with me. Well. But then the insurance company decided that the first visit you had with your therapist doesn't really count. <laughs> right. It doesn't count. Even it though they wasn't want the until the next visit. So that meant that you would not be eligible for the surgery in July. So... Dr. Chen's office was really good and worked with us, and they, they bumped it to August 21st. Right. But yeah. that means that Ben can't come because Ben starts school. Right. So now we're racing around trying to find somebody to stay with Ben. Um, and the whole and I still really can't be away from work for a month, and the dogs, we don't want to board for a month. Right. So um, we found somebody who offered to stay with Ben for the month. Um or for the two weeks I'm going to be Or gone. for the two weeks uh, Sandy's going to be gone. Um, and then uh, I found a place called Quest House. So Sandy will stay with me for the two, first two weeks and then we'll move, it, move me into Quest House. Mm -hmm. And um, they'll help me out and take me to my appointments and take me to the airport and all this kind of stuff. So 
So that was all working out great, and we sent the deposit down to Quest House. Right now we have our plane reservations down for August twenty first. We have we have the other hotel reservation, right. and then we have Quest House reservation, and then kaboom! So after Laura tells you that this is really going to happen, this is looking great. I call her. And this was just what two nights ago? Yeah, yeah, like Friday last, last week, late last week. Yeah. And the first thing she says to me is, "Well, I just need you to know that the way the agreement is worded is that Dr. Chen's office can hold you responsible for the entire bill that we don't cover." Exactly. So for for. Dr. Chen, their total bill is, is about sixty-two thousand dollars, and um, they ex- Dr. Chen's office expects seventy-five percent of that to be paid to them, which is about forty-six thousand dollars. Okay, that's what they expect, and also the facility cost is separate th- is separate for like anesthesiology and all this kind of stuff, and that's four thousand dollars. Okay, that's also out of network for us. Yes. And I had thought we were we would be fine because the p- paperwork that I read indicated that our maximum out of network expenses would be capped at seven thousand per year. Right. So I thought the most we would have to pay is seven. If it says out of network expenses, it says it right there. Like how can they? But apparently, I don't get it. If, it's because it's a transgender thing. Right. I believe that. And so. So apparently, we could be held responsible for the majority of that forty-two thousand. And I tried to find out how much Blue Cross Blue Shield will expect to pay, but the response was it's their policy to not give estimates of how much they'll cover until the actual procedures are done. <laughs> so now yeah. we have no idea how much they're. Th- going to cover of no. this proposed surgery. No. And there's no way that we have 42,000, 32,000, no. even, you know, 25,000 no. that we just yeah. And, and and at first they also told us to check every the state, oh, every state. Yeah. Right. So th- so then she said that in order to we were trying to say that everyone has long wait lists and that it would be an undue burden to have to switch to a different surgeon and have to wait their wait list in order to get an in-network surgeon, and that could be an argument to force Blue Cross Blue Shield to sign this letter of agreement for this one-time procedure. Well, in order to prove to them that everyone else has a longer waiting list, Blue Cross Blue Shield is asking that we call this every state, the Blue Cross Blue <laughs> Shield policy in every state, their case managers, and find out who the in network providers are and then document prove that all of those in network providers have a longer waiting list. Well, no, no, and no, and you know that there's going to be some who don't have a longer waiting list, but they're the newer surgeons and probably not the ones we want to go to. Exactly. So even if we went through and did all of that, it's, it wouldn't give us the outcome that we want. No, it wouldn't. So, 
Here we go again. So, we're keeping the date with Dr. Chen of August 21st, just in case things work out, but I'm not seeing that they will. Um, we, we, uh, we're making geez. backup plans. We're making backup plans. So, what is the Baltimore place called? Johns Hopkins. So, Johns Hopkins has... Is they, it a, a new... They've recently um, resumed doing... Um, gender confirming surgeries. I've just heard some really good things about their staff. Yeah. Um, well, their staff is not their surgeons. On social networks. Is that what you mean? Their st- yeah, surgeon staff. About their surgeons and okay. and their outcomes. We've we've not seen any. No. But because of its location, um, it's really convenient for us, and it's a really easy trip. So we might go for a consultation. Right. So what we're planning on doing, and hopefully this can work out if we can do this, is we want to go to the Philly Trans Health Conference, which is... um, First weekend of August. Yeah, the first weekend of August, second through the fourth or something like that. So we figure if we could either get an appointment with Johns Hopkins on the first of August or on the fifth or something like that. The following week, yeah. The following week. You know, we can make it like one trip thing. Combine those trips. Combine the trip. Get Philly Conference in, which we love, and um, then have the consultation in right. Baltimore. Uh, we're trying to work that out. And uh, in addition to that, we are trying to get an appointment with Dr. Oh, because Hopkins is in network for us. Right. Yes, because Hopkins is in network. Now, Dr. Safir, who's with Brownstein and Crane, Crane where Chen also used, used to, to be work. yeah but he he broke off from there now they're in network yes so and that's back in san francisco so how are we going to work that well so our backup plan is we might try to get a consultation for like august 21st or 22nd something that week because we have the plane tickets anyway anyway and right the hotel anyway. anyway yeah and if you're not having surgery at least go out for and a get few days and get the consultation. Right. And then set up a date for next year. Yep. Which sucks, but it... So i got to wait a whole other year. Yeah, and, and stay in therapy. And stay in therapy because if I don't, by next year, they're, they're going to say, Well, I don't see that you've had 12 consecutive months of therapy this year. <laughs> Where did that voice come from? <laughs> That's my pissed off, I'm just going out of my mind It's so unfair. It's so unfair. And (sighs) even if you finally get the surgery, they only pay for one. Right. So if you have problems, you need revisions, you have strictures. Or or if you want to eventually, you know, they'll give you the scrotoplasty. But no implants. But no implants. If you want implants, you got to pay for everything yourself. They only will cover one surgery. One. One. Can I say that again? One. One. So that's a big, big, big burden on me. They they won't put testicular implants in on the first surgery. They wait six months. So either we can afford it if I want it or I just don't get it. Um. And, you know, I'm prone to having um, issues with surgeries and you drama. You always need a, 
revision. Always a revision of some sort. <laughs> you always have complications. All right. So. Even your top surgery, you had a hematoma. I had to have another surgery. And my knee surgery, I, I couldn't move my knee, so I had a debridement. And then, your foot surgery, you had to have a second time. And your hysterectomy, you had to go back for an oophrectomy. Right. Everything is like two, 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 two with all my surgeries. So, <sighs> yeah. So this whole situation really sucks. You know, it's not just the uncertainty, but all of the extra money now that we're going to have to put out. So we have to travel for additional consultations. We may not be able to get money back from things we've already prepaid. Um, it's just not fair. You know, it's just it's just because they legally can discriminate against people who are transgender. They can put these obstacles in front of you there was no drama when you had you know two acl surgeries there was no drama when you had two foot surgeries we talked about that though it's just it's not fair no no it's not fair it's not fair and you know <clears throat> it'd be nice to plan like a, a, a vacation or something yeah something that will be you know helpful for us in dealing with the stress but all we, that money that we're putting to all these like consultations and flying across the country and here and there and hotels that we can't get money back and flights. I mean, we can take like what we love to do is take cruises or, you know, but we can't even do that because we don't know. No, I know. What's what's gonna I'm saying we can't do and it. We don't know we're, how much. We're in limbo. So this summer, this time summer is screwed. Pretty much. I'm going to be able to have this summer. Right. Um, so, yeah. So let's talk about the pool that we, <laughs> the pool that we can't even open up. So say I have, surgery say it does work on august 21st i want to you know i want to open up the pool we have an above ground pool if you don't understand what opening up the pool means is that we have to winterize it during the winter time and um then de-winterize it in the right. summer but plus we had to buy um new solar heaters for it because right. ours broke last year so and the, Unless we do that, we're not going to have a very warm pool. So we, we ordered that. and so, so let's put that together. So that's going to take... We couldn't do it this weekend. Well, your tattoo's too fresh. Right. So I can't get it in the water to take the cover off. back went out. So right. Yeah. So, oh boy, they just don't want to hear about these old people drama. <laughs> it's always something. Yeah, it's always something. But anyway, it, 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 I want to be able to enjoy the pool as much as possible if i can't have surgery then i'll just enjoy the pool all summer and just work on you know getting my consultations and if i am going to have surgery i want to enjoy my pool work out as hard as i can get as lean as i can for the surgery and have it done and get it over with and i hate this insurance just it just sucks it just sucks so that is the drama of the week. The drama of the week. The drama of the year. Oh, no, no, no. The drama of the week. And then the drama of the week, too, is... I don't think we talked about um, the dishwasher breaking. <laughs> yeah. Just to add yeah. to the drama. Yeah. So, um, the only day that they can come out is June 5th, which is, which is my birthday. So, we're going to have a visit from the... Repairman. Repairman on my birthday saying you owe such and such amount for this... You know, dishwasher that's only four years, four years old. old. <laughs> so today, uh, Sandy washed all the dishes 
that were in the dishwasher that didn't get cleaned. And then I went to the basement and pulled out all of our um, disposable disposable stuff like, um, you know, paper plates, plastic forks and knives and paper plates and cups and stuff we use for power outages. Right. <laughs> so, so we're just going to use that and throw that away and just save the hassle. But yeah, enough of that. Um, okay, so the end of tattoos and bottom genitalia, whatever that was. <laughs> what do we call it? Uh, genital organs? <laughs> genital, genital parts? It's been like 25 minutes and we can't remember what we called it. Okay, so we're just going to end it right here and say goodbye. Say goodbye, Sandy. Bye. Bye. Bye.